Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Scoop B Radio. Scoop B. The Scoop B Radio podcast here to join me to talk some NBA basketball and scoop he's talking a lot about LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers fiasco that's happened this year how do you see that this situation turned so ugly LeBron James hey hey what's going on this show? I think the biggest thing is um obviously the Christmas game uh when LeBron hurt his groin and uh it, it was actually worse than what people thought it would be. He didn't come back until the 31st of January, I believe, that Clippers game at home. I don't know if the Clippers were home, but they were at the Staples Center. And, um, you know, even with LeBron returning, the team is still 5-12 and 12 in his return. And Lonzo Ball being hurt is also a factor. You have Anthony Davis and that trade that was uh, discussed and between the Pelicans and the Lakers. It just You know, year one was never supposed to be uh, championship winning, but you would have hoped that there would be more than a team not making the playoffs and a lot of questions about LeBron's health and growing. I think LeBron still has a lot left in the tank, but definitely that Christmas game and the growing definitely changed uh, the trajectory of a lot of things. Okay, so so here's my thing, because we all felt that they wouldn't win the championship the first year, especially not with another star. But LeBron had to know that these guys weren't ready uh, for the rigors of an NBA season when things got rough, which they did around the trade deadline, that these guys just didn't respond. And it seems like, you know, sitting at the end of the bench, not talking to his teammates, uh, some of the comments he's made, it seems like that I honestly don't feel like he was mentally prepared for if this season went down the rails. Yeah, I mean, when, when you look at it, Deshaun, I mean, going back to about, what, 2011 to 2018, LeBron James has been through uh, the NBA Finals. He's played in the Olympics. He's played in, uh, and we'll even say from 2008 to 2018 or 2019. Uh, he's he's done a lot. There's a lot of miles on his legs. I was reading somewhere that between playoffs, regular season, Olympics, he's played over 156,000 minutes in the NBA. Wow. It's a lot of mileage on the body. Um, and not to mention the pressure of being who he is. You come in as a rookie and 
you're the self-proclaimed king and you have to live up to that. Uh, I know oftentimes people make the comparisons to LeBron and Michael and Michael did not come in with that expectation off the bat. You know, I talked to an NBA Hall of Famer uh, a few months ago. We were across for an hour, and they said, you know, you're a child in the 90s, so I'm sure you assumed that Michael was just that dude coming out the gate. And they said to me, you know, Michael was growing in the 80s. Michael didn't become that dominant guy like that until after the Bulls beat uh, the Pistons in the conference finals in 91 and that went in the NBA finals against the Lakers in 91 and went on, you know, up to the celestial storybook story of Michael winning six championships. So I think LeBron has a lot of uh, imagery of chasing Michael to some, and then also he's moved around to different teams. He's dealt with pressure. He's been a brand. He's been a, he's done a lot. And I think that, um, I believe that that, that groin injury was kind of a blessing in disguise. If you, if you ask me, cause he got to slow down for a change. Wow. Uh, we're talking with Brandon Robinson. Uh, his podcast is Scoop B Radio. You can follow him on Twitter at Scoop B. Uh, that's at Scoop B on Twitter. All right. So where do the Lakers go from here? I mean, I, I said it earlier. I feel like that Luke Walton is a dead man walking, so to speak, as far as his job. I think he's going to be let go at the end of the year. I think they're going to look for more of a, a a coach that LeBron can kind of see eye to eye with who's already won in this league. Uh, I think they had have to add another superstar. Where do the Lakers go to kind of uh, rectify a situation that's just been a mess so far? A couple of things. One, um, you know, you look at the situation with the Pelicans and do you rekindle those talks with uh, the Pelicans in the offseason because now they could potentially get Anthony Davis because now um, the Boston Celtics come into play uh, around draft time where, you know, Kyrie Irving and those questions about whether he'll resign will be issues. And then you have, um, you know, the three to four draft picks that they can offer, the Celtics can offer. Uh, the Pelicans. Danny Ainge has had his eye on Anthony Davis for a while. Then you look at the Lakers situation. I mean, they'll have a top 10 to top 12 uh, draft pick the way that the seeding is looking in, 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 in the regular season. And, 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 you know, just they won't go, get Zion, but they'll be able to go out and get some, somebody in the draft. But then um, the other factor is, you know, what else do you do in free agency? You got guys like Kyrie Irving who are available, Kawhi Leonard who's available, uh, DeAndre Jordan who's available, Kevin Durant, a, a myriad of other people. So, you know, you, you, you have that just thrown into the pot. Um, and then, like you mentioned, uh, the coaching aspect. You know, do you, do you if, if Walton is to be fired, um, where do you look? You know, I reported uh, throughout the course of the season that Mark Jackson, as well as uh, Jason Kidd, is someone who is of, of interest. Um, but then you look a little further. You know, there's been reports. I didn't report this, but there's been reports that, you know, Doc Rivers would be able to basically slide coaching chairs and still remain in Los Angeles area and become a head coach of, uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. So, you know, Ty Lue's name has been floated around a lot uh, to come over to L.A. But, you know, the Lakers have a lot of restructuring. And in year one, it was a flop. But, you know, I also think what happens with Brandon Ingram's health, you know, that that, that injury that he has is pretty serious, you know. And so, you know, you have a lot of things to consider in the offseason. But, I mean, when you, when you were rebuilding with LeBron James, uh, that is a consolation prize. And I think in year one, it was an incomplete. They got a lot of work to do in the offseason, uh, particularly because, you know, Magic Johnson has made some guarantees. And, uh, you know, I, I ran into uh, Rob Palenka uh, during All-Star Weekend, and I said to him, man, I'm sorry you guys didn't make out the way that you would have liked. 
But, you know, I, I wish you guys the best moving forward. And, you know, you just can try to say, man, thank you. And, you know, we're trying to build a championship caliber team to Los Angeles. And it seems like, you know, this summer they were looking to do that. But Lance Stevenson, Michael Beasley weren't really the pieces that were needed. I mean, you got rid of Zubac and he's in L.A. with the Clippers living his best life. Yeah, and I look at it a little deeper, and I talked about it a little bit earlier too, where when you look at the Lakers the last couple seasons, it's like they're just star chasing. LaMarcus Aldridge, it's either him or, okay, we got to settle. Uh, you know, Carmelo Anthony a little bit before that, it's either him or we got to settle. Kevin Durant, like, it's star chasing and it's not star developing. And I think it's hurt them as a team because now you don't have the stars. You just got LeBron. You got a bunch of draft picks who – either aren't living up to their potential, they're hurt, or whatever the case may be. Uh, now, if they don't get Anthony Davis this offseason, what is their plan? Because LeBron has signed, this isn't a one-plus-one. This was a four-year deal where he's a Los Angeles Laker. Yeah, I mean, we've talked, you know, it's funny. Um, I've been coming on your show or variations, iterations of your show the last nine months and uh, really about 10 months. And I'll say that um, one of the things that's been consistent is what's LeBron going to do next? And, you know, me coming on your show probably initially started with the whole Space Jam thing. And what I can tell you is, yeah, it is true. He came out there to L.A. for more than just basketball. He came out there for brand building. He came out there for intellectual property. If you listen to what he said in the finals uh, when they were down to Golden State, he said, the next move that I make will be in a familiar place somewhere I've been before that my family's familiar with. Southern California is someplace he and his family are familiar with outside of Northeast Ohio. Um, he's going to have to make the best of it. And I think that um, I think that as much as people have criticized him, I think LeBron has always been the type of person who has rose to the occasion based off of that criticism. And he seems unbothered. I think he seems unbothered because he knows something. And here's the other thing I'll add, and I've, and I've posed this question to a few people. I've had uh, ESPN senior writer Ramona Shelbourne on the Scooby Radio podcast as well as Bleach Report for Buker on over the last couple of weeks. I posed this question to them, and it's interesting. Um, you look at LeBron James when he was in Miami and uh, played with Wade and Bosh. And in LeBron's first year in Miami, uh, he respected the fact that it was Wade's team. You know, Bosh played his role. Um Wade retires at season's end. Um, and so now LeBron becomes this elder statesman, if you will, the next guy that's like the OG. You know, Kobe had it, Wade has it now, and then, you know, LeBron will be that guy. You know, they'll celebrate him when he, you know, finally retires or whatever. And the question that I posed to both Ramona and, and, and Rick Buechel was this. When you look at LeBron and the fact that he deferred to uh, Wade in, in year one and in year two, Wade basically told him it's your team, uh, you know, go out and get buckets. When you look at LeBron, he's never had to really defer to anybody, but now that he's maybe a little bit older, here's the question that I pose to them. If somebody that's a big-time free agent like an Anthony Davis or, or Kevin Durant comes, does LeBron extend that torch to them the same way that Wade extended it to him? Because he's getting older. You want to take a guy under your wing. You want to preserve. You want to get longevity. If you look at Wade, Wade, after they won that first championship in 2006 and being in Miami, he went through some bumps and bruises. LeBron comes to 2011, and he literally got two more championships out of LeBron and, and, and Bosch coming. That's a blessing. Maybe LeBron should take a page out of that book to extend his career a little bit more. 
can he defer? Can he let the younger guy come in and, and score volumes? Can he let that guy become the face? You look at what I reported in September about Kevin Durant and you know all that other stuff. That might epitomize the next move. And, and I totally agree with you. And to an even deeper extent, Kyrie Irving, uh, when he was in Cleveland, uh, LeBron wasn't ready at that time. Now, you can make the argument that he didn't have to. He's in the Eastern Conference. The Cavs were going to the finals. But Kyrie Irving is an up-and-coming star that felt like that, hey, it's my time. Uh, and, and you can make an argument that LeBron was a little hesitant at that time to say, you know what, maybe uh, it is his time and and it's time for me to take a back seat. So it's always tough when a superstar, especially of LeBron's caliber, has to make that decision uh, for the greater good. But let's move on to a, a young guy coming into the league next year. Uh, Zion Williamson, we all know what happened with the injury a couple weeks ago. Now he's back and they won the AC tourna- ACC tournament. How do you see a guy like Zion coming into the league uh, is he a guy that could be the next big thing, or is everyone kind of getting out of hand because uh, the, the flashy dunks and, and that kind of thing? I think people are looking for what's new and what's next. And I think when you look at that situation with Zion and getting hurt, I think it was, again, a blessing in disguise like LeBron because you're able to kind of preserve yourself for the next chapter in your life, assumingly if he you know, declares for the NBA draft, which many believe he will. Um, that being said, um, I've I've gone on record and said that I believe that Zion Williamson is a, is, is a midpoint between uh, Julius Randle and and Blake Griffin, um, a guy that's six seven two eighty uh, that can pound the floor, can 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 make flashy dunks, and you know he has a jumper that I, I think can improve even more. I think he's all right. I think that um you you just you sometimes people get tangled in the. The, the, the doldrums of being the first overall pick and the pressure that comes with that. You, you think of names like Sam Bull, you think of names like uh, Greg Oden, but I, I think Zion Williamson is a special player, and I, and I think that to be mentioned in the in the same breath, Blake Griffin would be a compliment because he'd be a small, he'd be a slam dunk champion. He'd be a guy who uh, didn't just become a slam dunk guy, but you know, develop the jumper, develop a, a something. I feel like when you look at Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin was everything that Dominique Wilkins was supposed to be. Dominique was a high flyer, but his jumper was never respected. Blake Griffin's jumper is respected, um, and 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 you know left that like the Clippers situation and be, it became the focal point of the Pistons uh, offense. And, and and you know they were in that rebuilding project. They'll be okay. But when you look at Zion Williamson, I, I like what he's doing in Duke, the positive dude. And to be honest with you, I think that 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 injury and that sneaker is going to raise the value. Uh, to kind of take a play out of DJ Khaled's book, uh, he's got to go and get his bag. And Nike <laughs> knows that. And uh, now you're going to open the door for people like Puma uh, to come in and do, do what they need to do. Puma, Puma gave me a pair of shoes last month, man. They feel like Nikes. They're comfortable. And uh, Puma's, Puma's really put a lot of time and energy into really competing with the big players like Adidas and Nike. And it's crazy because you know, after that Zion injury, they put out that tweet saying, you know, that wouldn't happen to Puma and then deleted it. That was smart. That was, that was great business. That, that was great did. marketing, yes. Uh, B, B, oh, B, sure. you know how we do. Uh, I, let's keep it all the way 100. Is Zion Williamson changing an NBA franchise? I, I want a yes or no, B. You know how we do. Uh, is he changing the Cleveland Cavaliers? Is he changing uh, the New York Knicks? If he goes to one of those teams, is he changing that franchise? Not by himself, no. I think that LeBron James is special. He he was heralded in a certain way um, that you haven't seen even anybody like Michael or Tracy McGrady do. No, but I think that if he's on, if he's drafted on the right team like the Knicks, like if the Knicks were to go out and get Kevin Durant, 
this summer and Zion and KD and, and Kevin Knox, excuse me, Kevin Knox and some of those other guys were, were able to do it. I think he could do it by committee by himself. No, but I don't wish ill will on that brother. I, I, again, I, I, I used, I don't use the LeBron comparison. I used the, the Blake Griffin and, and, and Julius Randle comparison more so. And I think he can have longevity for some time. You know, when I watch, when I watch Zion, there's something about him that not only reminds me of Blake Griffin and, and, and um, Julius Randle, it reminds me of Antonio McDice. But Antonio McDice was a high flyer coming into the Denver Nuggets, and then you know watched him get hurt with the Knicks, and was never really the same again. I think if Zion Williamson stays healthy, I think he could be a problem in this league for a long time. But I, I don't think I don't see him making an impact right away. But I do see him being that dude uh, that that when his numbers call will be a key contributor on the team. And there you go. That's Brandon Robinson. You can follow him on Twitter at Scooby. Check out the Scooby Radio podcast. Also visit Scooby.com. Uh, Scoop is always dropping knowledge and dropping news. He's a great NBA follow. Uh, we call him the Black Woge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you, Scoop. Until we talk again, my friend. My brother, thank you for allowing me to be myself. Keep doing your thing. Scoop B Radio. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 